Welcome back to Stand on Guard. I'm your host, David Creighton. One company name, GC Strategies. I'll be back with more in mere moments. So we are in a very precarious position in this country. We need political change, but we also need the resolve to resist. All right, so what's the deal with GC Strategies? This is the company. I don't know if it's one person or two, but this is one of the companies involved in the Arrive Can or Scan scandal. Before I go any further, yes, please ring the bell. Please like this broadcast. Please subscribe if you haven't already. If you need to resubscribe, do that. Really appreciate it. I can't thank you enough for the support you've given us. We're moving towards 20,000 members. We haven't really been doing this for a full year yet, and I'm proud of what we've done so far, but I'm even happier at the support all of you, the viewers, have shown me every day. You know, we've had some some tragedies here recently, first with my sister and then with my beloved cat, but please ring that bell. Please continue to be a supporter. And a part of the movement, a part of resisting the liberal government, resolve to resist. Now, I want to get into this. I hate that expression, deep dive, because I don't, I don't use cliches, but I want to do that right now. GC Strategies seems to be the focal point of the arrive can scandal. Now, what is if you haven't heard about Arrive Can and what it's all about? It's the revelation last week from Auditor General Karen Hogan when she revealed that this app that was created during the COVID-19 pandemic, supposedly to make it easier for people to get into or back into Canada by providing proof of their double vaccination at the border to allow for speedy access. It did none of those things. It was a complete failure. And we won't even get into the COVID-19 hotels. Remember those? Where people had to spend like three days and nights and they were barely fed and they missed work because of it. It was a disaster. So the Arrive Can app didn't even work. But what Auditor General Karen Hogan revealed last week, and we'll get into GC strategies here in a bit in terms of what exactly is involved and how they have been implicated, not only in the Arrive Can scam, but in garnering huge government contracts since Justin Trudeau became prime minister. And this is very important. Auditor General Karen Hogan said last week that this COVID era app was managed so abysmally that the cost overrun went from $80,000 to at least $60 million. She can't say exactly how much because there was no bookkeeping. They didn't keep evidence of who got the contracts when. 
She can only say it's at least 59.5 to 60 million dollars. That's almost a thousand times more than it was supposed to cost. It's about 750 times as much as it was supposed to cost. Now, any other country, this would be called a scandal befitting the downfall, the removal of the government, a vote of non-confidence. And there's enough members in the House of Commons that are not sitting as liberals that that could happen, except the NDP are in the pockets of the liberal government. And so are the bloc members. But here's what Hogan said. And I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I won't overuse this expression, but Hogan is a hero. You remember the show. Hogan is a hero for being perhaps the last member of the bureaucracy that has not been politicized by the Trudeau government. Forget the RCMP. Forget national defense. Forget the Canadian Security Intelligence Service being non-politicized or non-partisan or apolitical. They're all in the government's pocket to some degree. Hogan had the had the audacity and the honesty to call out the Trudeau government for massive dishonesty with this app. The Canadian Border Service Agency's documentation, financial records, and controls were so poor that we were unable to determine the precise cost of the arrived can application. Using the information that was available, we estimated the cost at approximately $59.5 million, Hogan wrote in her report. Now, this is absolutely shocking. Is Canada a third world country where the government just dispenses money to its friends and expects the public to just say, okay, go ahead. We're not outraged. Apparently, that's how what it's come to. Now, let's have a look at GC strategies. Now. The numbers involved in this range from the two owner managers, Christian Darren, or sorry, Christian Firth and Darren Anthony, to as many as five or perhaps four people involved in the company. No matter how many, whether it's two or five or four, it's a small company, almost literally a mom and pop shop working in their basement or living room. But yet, since since 2015, GC Strategies Incorporated has been awarded 140 contracts by the Liberal government worth a total of $258 million. $258 million. For a company of that size? Let's hear what conservative leader... Pierre Pauly have had to say about this today, Wednesday, February 21st. Top of all of it, we have the Arrive scam. The Arrive scam where Justin Trudeau uh, paid 60, at least $60 million for an app that didn't work, that we didn't need, and that could have been done for $80,000. One company, GC Strategies, has had approximately a quarter million dollars of contracts, according to a LaPress study. Quarter million dollars of contracts for a five-person company that operates out of the basement of a cottage for 
IT services, even though the company admits they don't do IT work. Well, common sense conservatives are calling GC Strategies and its employees to testify under oath at a parliamentary committee. They're refusing. And so we've put forward a motion to have them arrested and physically dragged into the room to explain where our quarter billion dollars went. Where's the funds? Yesterday, Liberal MPs started a, a filibuster, that's a talkathon, talking into the mic, running out the clock to prevent GC Strategies officials from being brought into committee. What have you got to hide, Justin? Why won't you bring in these consultants to explain why you gave them a quarter of a billion tax dollars? If you've got nothing to hide, get your MPs out of the way and let us bring in them in here because we have single moms who are putting water in their kids' milk because they cannot afford the cost of groceries, who are now paying taxes so that you can stuff a quarter billion dollars into the pockets of this shady company. Okay, so GC Strategies was a middleman. They didn't know anything about IT. So what were they doing involved in the ArriveCan app. Clearly, nothing more than collecting money as a middleman. You hire somebody to hire somebody. Is that any way to spend taxpayer money? Well, obviously no, but that's what the Trudeau government is very good at, wasting your money, wasting your taxpayer dollars in this fashion. Now, yes, we need a full investigation into this. And Pierre Polyev alluded to what's going on right now in the Public Accounts Committee and the Government Operations Committee. There is a move on to bring the directors, the owners of this GC Strategies Incorporated to committee to explain what they did to earn $20 million in the creation of the Arrive Can app. And what did they do to get $258 million in government contracts? I think we need to know that. I think taxpayers deserve that much from this corrupt liberal government. Now, this is enraging me. I think you can see that. It's not just the fact we spent $60 million on ArriveCan and got nothing except more authoritarian measures from a liberal government. It's not just that we spent $258 million on GC strategies for work that we have no idea was what it was all about. It's the fact that Trudeau, Justin Trudeau, again, is running for cover when you ask him these questions. And he insists this was all done for the safety of the public. We were, had your best interests in mind. When this came up in question period last week, Trudeau answered those questions in the same way every time. Yeah, there is something wrong here, all right, but don't look at me. I'm just the prime minister. I'm not responsible for this mess. I'm not accountable to anybody. Here, ask my government house leader, Steve McKinnon, about this, please, because I think I'll leave. Time for me to go, and I'm not going to ask, I'm not going to answer any more of your questions because it's not my problem. 
That's Justin Trudeau's attitude every time. And he expects us to just say, hey, yeah, you guys are trying to look out for us. I guess you wasted some money. It's the corruption that bothers me the most. It's the third world mentality that bothers me the most, that this is somehow acceptable. This is a an acceptable way for a democratic government to run its course, to, to do business, and it's not. And it's an, it's, this is not an acceptable way for a prime minister of Canada to behave, to be so negligent and is so reluctant to absorb any responsibility for this mess that he was responsible for. His attitudes towards the pandemic, his authoritarian attitudes to lock down and to punish Canadians, to force Canadians to get that vaccine. That is what is so enraging about this. And then to pretend there's no problem here. So what's going on? They want to bring these people, force them, they they have to bring them there against their will if they don't agree to go. This is Christian Firth, and Darren Anthony. They want to bring them before the committee and explain what happened. And if they have to use the sergeant at arms to do that, they will do so. So what's happening? Well, as Pierre Pauly have explained, the liberals on the committee are engaged in a little bit of filibustering. They're engaged in a little bit of distraction. They don't want to be counted. They don't want their votes to be counted. They don't really want to facilitate this process because they don't want to know the truth. The truth is probably very damning for the Trudeau government, and they don't want that to be made public. Let's hear what happened yesterday when Member of Parliament Michael Barrett and former conservative leader Andrew Scheer teamed up for a news conference to explain what they want to do. I'll have more to say after that. Good morning. I'm here with my colleague Andrew Scheer as the Government Operations Committee is set to meet this afternoon where uh, common sense conservatives will put forward a motion uh, summoning the principles of GC strategies to appear before the Government Operations Committee. Now, GC Strategies, of course, is the two-person firm who worked on Justin Trudeau's $60 million arrive scam scandal. But this, uh, this app had this $20 million contract where this company did no actual IT work. And they have now twice refused to appear, uh, having been summoned by committee. And the effect of today's motion will be to use the full power of the House of Commons um, to uh, to have these individuals appear before committee. It's incredibly important when we have this report from the Auditor General that uh, revealed that this $60 million scandal with this app that uh, wrongly imprisoned uh, 10,000 uh, Canadians, wrongly quarantined them, um, didn't have proper management oversight and no cost controls, and of course uh, revealed that the app cost many millions more than the government had first disclosed. So today's motion is is critical and it's going to be a real test of the NDP Liberal Coalition because we're going to find out if the NDP are prepared to provide the accountability and 
answers that Canadians deserve in Justin Trudeau's latest scandal. And this is the, this is the minimum that they can do. We understand that um, they, they've been in the practice of, uh, of helping Justin Trudeau cover up his scandals. But in this case, Canadians deserve answers and accountability. And that's what our motion is calling for today. I'm just wondering if you can talk about, as a former speaker, um, how rare is it that you would see the sergeant at arms hauling somebody before a committee? Well, it is very rare, uh, and it's unfortunate that it's come to this point. But it's essential that we use this tool if these individuals continue to ignore. So we're, we're going to summon them again. And this time, though, there will be the understanding that if they ignore this summons that there will be consequences. Uh, there is a recent precedent. Uh, Speaker Milliken did issue uh, a subpoena to compel testimony from a witness and law, law enforcement agencies uh, cooperated with that. Uh, yes, it's rare, but we're talking about at least $60 million of taxpayers' money that the government used the pandemic as an excuse to ignore the rules. We just heard from committee today that decisions were made to relax rules and uh, to uh, relax uh, uh, requirements for things like testing updates to the app, to uh, forego the usual bidding process. Uh, we have to make sure that Canadians understand what happened during the pandemic, not just with their money, but with their lives as well, with many of them being forced to quarantine for no reason. Uh, we heard today that at least 10,000 people uh, were wrongly given quarantine orders because of a glitch in the app. I mean, we're talking about 10,000 people who had to quarantine at their own expense, uh, many of whom would have missed shifts at work or missed important life events, and that's unacceptable. So the fact that these two individuals has, have already ignored previous requests is not just unfortunate, but it's, uh, it's, it's a sign of grave disrespect to Canadian taxpayers. And now it's up to the Liberals and NDP to vote with us to ensure that Canadians find the truth. Okay, so the quarantine that Andrew Shear's talking about is the COVID hotel that existed at key airports across Canada, where people were quarantined because they were deemed to be unsafe to be let loose. It was all so unnecessary. And just as now we're beginning to discover how unnecessary the double vaccine was, how it didn't protect people from getting COVID, how all of this was an excuse for an authoritarian lockdown. We need to find out more about this. How much corruption is it going to take until this NDP support for the Trudeau government cracks? How much? I want to know that. And it's time for, if there's anybody in that NDP party sitting in the House of Commons that has any principle left, they need to say so now. Now, ignore the BS you're seeing out there from some people on YouTube who are again lying about how serious this is for the prime minister or how he's going to go to jail for another supposed scandal in the Senate. This is all nonsense. Justin Trudeau has not been charged with a crime and it's unlikely he's going to be charged with a crime. And it sure as hell is pretty distant that he's going to jail. Serious jail time. No, this is nothing but clickbait and crap. Justin Trudeau is clinging to power tenaciously. He refuses to even acknowledge his responsibility for the scandal. And he's once again running away from it. We need to keep the heat on. The House isn't sitting this week. There's no question period. 
the committees are still meeting, thank God, and they need to keep this heat on. We were nailing Trudeau's reputation to the wall last week. But he's got a reprieve because the House decided to go on a break again. They're always going on breaks. So they're off again this week. The heat is off Trudeau and he's running around the country talking about housing. Doesn't want to talk about a ripe can. But we need to keep the subject in the national media. In, in front of the, of the public. Keep the public's attention focused on a ripe can because it's emblematic of how corrupt the Trudeau government is. How irresponsible. Justin Trudeau is, how galling his indifference, the hypocrisy, and, and how tolerant he is of corruption. It's emblematic of all of these things, and we need to keep the pressure on. And I intend to keep the pressure on as much as possible. So keep watching this week. We're not doing the House of Question period because it's not happening this week. We're back next week with that. But keep watching these broadcasts because I don't bring you clickbait. I don't promise you things I can't deliver. I don't put lies and falsehoods out there. I give you the truth because we've, we have enough lies and falsehoods from the Trudeau government. We need to speak truth and accurate information. And that's what this broadcast is all about. I hope you can stay around for this brief message. And thank you for supporting us and thank you so much for all you do thank you for watching this episode of stand on guard and being a part of the Craden's right channel if you've watched this episode to this point you've watched it all and that's really important for a small station like this we always say subscribe hit the bell be a part of the Creighton resistance resolve to resist that's what we're doing and if you become a subscriber, if you're a supporter of this station or a member through Substack, through YouTube, and now you can be a local as well, that's so important to us because I couldn't do this without you. I made a decision to become an independent journalist about a year ago because I wanted to bring all of my experience in the military, in journalism, to you. I don't promise anything I can't deliver. I don't offer clickbait. I offer truth. The truth is out there. And it's my job to bring that truth to light and to you. Thanks for being a part of the Creighton's Right Resistance. And we'll see you again soon. So we are in a very precarious position in this country. We need a political change. But we also need to resolve to resist. Uh, I did not call people who were unvaccinated names. The Prime Minister lied and his minions continue to lie about you for everything you did. Thank you to put your life on the line for us. You're one of the greatest women I ever met in my life. We feel because you all will have implants. I can and we measure your your brain waves. And I can immediately tell you how the people react, or I can feel uh, how the people react um, to your answers. Oh, no, Mr. Bond. I expect you to be chipped.
I'm a, I'm a liberal and a proud socialist, Mr. Speaker. This is a Manchurian candidate. For people who don't understand the expression, I'm not talking about the movie, I'm referring to somebody who can be used as a useful idiot by another country to come out and spout these things off. He is a Marxist. End your silence. Speak up. For God's sake, stop complying. Start rebelling. They're out to get you if you do not resist. Canadian country singer Paul Brandt here. I've been listening with, with my wife and two kids, and we want to say thank you for all you're doing in defense of civil liberties and freedom. I'll ask a question I posed to you at the start of my round. Will you apologize on behalf of the government for this outrageous invite? Um, and Stand by the invitation. Uh, of course, I. Uh, what I said in my initial... You have no shame. What, 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 oh my heavens. Uh, there is nothing, nothing they fear like the crystal clear sound of someone somewhere telling the truth. So it will be a world integrating the physical, biological, and um, the uh, digital dimensions. So it will be a new world. Stop giving them the benefit of the doubt. Because I can tell you, you cannot comply your way out of a tyranny. When did you and your government start to become so afraid of your own citizens? And now he's he's calling them domestic terrorists and wants to freeze their bank accounts. This has been absolutely outrageous. And everybody now is, is starting to agree that Justin Trudeau has lost this fight. That's the press, baby. The press. And there's nothing you can do about it. Nothing. <laughs> 